What up, everyone, and welcome to Big Spend Little Cash. I'm Ed Wright, and I want to thank you for joining in on this episode. And here on the Big Spend Little Cash podcast, we share information about understanding credit, credit improvement, and other financial tips, products, and services that will help you reach your financial goal. And the Big Spend Little Cash podcast can currently be found on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And you can also watch this podcast on YouTube at Big Spend Little Cash. And be sure to subscribe, hit that notification bell, and feel free to leave me a comment. Let me tell y'all what happened to me here a few weeks ago. I decided to call McAllister's and order something for pickup. And when I called the, the number, it automatically knew who I was because my number's still in the system. And it even gave me a choice of whether to order something new or order the last thing that I ordered when I called. And I don't know McAllister's menu just off the top of my head. So I just decided to just order the last thing that I ordered. And it also has my debit card still on file and it made it easier to pay because it just asked me if I wanted to use that form of payment again or to use a different form of payment. So naturally use that form of of payment again. So, okay, it was easy seamlessly. And it told me that my food would be ready in about 20 minutes. Okay, well, that's just fine. That's perfect because by the time I get to the other side of town and get there, it's going to be right at 20 minutes. So I get across town and I go into McAllister's and there are a few people ahead of me. And a young lady that worked behind the cash register, she told everyone that it's going to be 45 minutes on everybody's order. 45 minute wait. 45 minutes. Wow. And I'm wondering, is this 45 minutes? Is is this 45 minutes starting now? Or is this 45 minutes starting 20 minutes ago? So I worked my way up to the cash register and I asked the young lady, I said, hey, young lady, I ordered my food about 20 minutes ago. And this 45 minutes wait, is it 45 minutes starting now or is this 45 minutes starting 20 minutes ago? So she asked me, what is your name? And I told her my name is Ed Wright. She said, hold on just one moment. So she goes back and she hollers through the window at the guy that's back there cooking. Do you have an order for Ed Wright? And he said, it's going to be about 15 minutes. I'm working on it now. I said, okay, fine. Cool. Cool. All right. She said, well, You just have a seat right over there. We'll bring your order out just as soon as we get it ready. So, okay. So I go there and I sit and about 10 minutes later, I'm um, going through my phone, looking up content to talk about on the Big Spin Little Cash podcast. And my phone started beeping and flashing because my battery is getting low now. I'm down to 3% battery strength. So I called a young lady over and I said, hey, young lady. Do you have a phone charger that I can use? She said, well, what kind of phone do you have? I said, it's, a, it's one of those Galaxy phones. She said, no, sir, I'm sorry. The only thing I have is a, uh, an iPhone charger. 
I'm like, oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, no, no big deal. No big deal. I, I decided that, you know, I can go out and put my phone on the charger out in the truck and come back in and wait for my order. So I get up and go out to my truck, put my phone on the charger and come back inside. And about 25 minutes later, my food still hadn't come out. And I, I got the young lady's attention. I said, hey, young lady, when is my order going to be out? She said, sir, what is your name? I said, my name is Ed Wright. She said, let me check and see. So she goes and she looks through the papers and stuff that she had scrolled out there on the counter. And she comes back and she says, sir, I'm sorry, but your order has been canceled. I'm like, canceled? What happened? Did my payment not go through or did y'all run out of food or, or what? She said, well, I saw you get up and leave and I thought that you weren't coming back. So therefore I canceled your order. I'm like, come on, you have got to be kidding me. She said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But um, uh, would you like to, for me to uh, put your order back in? I said, yes, I do. She said, okay, well, I'll put it back in and it's going to be 45 minute wait. I'm like, oh gosh. So I asked her, I said, look, let me ask you something. Why, why is it taking so long today for everybody's order to be, to be completed? She says, sir, um, I'm, I'm the only one working here on the floor and he's the only one that's working back there in the kitchen. No one else came in to work today. No one came to work today. Wow. Another thing happened to me was I decided to um, buy a riding mower. Last year, I said that this year that I was going to ride buy a riding mower to mow my yard with. Now, I've been using the push mower, and the push mower has been doing real good. But it's always better to use a riding mower, right? And so when the spring came this year, I started shopping around, and I, I went to the several hardware stores here in town and no one had any riding mowers. One of the hardware stores had a whole line of them outside, but you can't buy one because they're display only. So I go to some of the riding mower retailers and no one has any riding mowers. They're all on back order. So I asked some of the people, why is everybody out of riding mowers? And he said that there are, they said that there are two different reasons why. Number one is because, well, a lot of people got that PPP loan and they came and they bought up all of our riding mowers, zero turns, tractor style riding mowers. We don't hardly have anything. And another reason why is because that the riding mower manufacturers don't have anybody to build the riding mowers and the places where the riding mower manufacturers get their parts from to build the riding mowers. They don't have anyone to make the parts that's needed to build the riding mowers. No one is coming to work. It's almost like everywhere you go, there are help wanted signs in the convenience stores, in the fast food restaurants, in the hotels, 
even some of your manufacturing places are having a shortage of, of, of laborers. For there's a, there's a manufacturer here in town that usually don't advertise job openings, but now they're advertising job openings. And so we wonder, what's, where is everybody? Did everybody decide to stay at home? Or what, what, what's causing such a shortage of, of laborers? Now, we don't have a shortage of jobs. And we don't have a shortage of workers. We're just having a shortage of people who's wanting to come to work. And so now we ask ourselves, just where is everybody? What, what's, what's going on? So anyway, I, I did a little research and I'd like to share these numbers with you too. And to let you know just what's going on in case you've noticed that there are help wanted signs and, and job openings just about everywhere you look, everywhere you go. Now, according to the Labor Department, that um, back in April, there were 8.1 million job openings. This is April of 2021. 8.1 million job openings here in the United States. And then a month later in May, the numbers jumped up to 9.3 million job openings. In, the, in May, the year of 2021. And as of June, 10.1 million job openings. Now, we haven't seen job openings like that, well, since I've been alive, in, in my lifetime. So, you know, we definitely don't have a shortage of jobs. We just have now a shortage of people that's, that's wanting to, to come to work. And so there was a poll a survey that was that was done by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce that found that one in three unemployed workers do not even expect to even come back to work. One in three people who are not working now says that they are not coming back to work. And only over half of them says that not no time in the near future will they come back to work. So one in three said that they won't come back. Half of those say that they absolutely will not come back. So why is people not coming back to work? What's, what's, what's the problem? What, what seems to be going on here? Well, there are some causes for our labor shortage. Like I said, we don't have a job shortage. We have a labor shortage. And one of the reasons for our labor shortage is going to be that $300 federal unemployment supplement that was given to us on top of our unemployment benefits. And for a lot of people, that was more than what they were making when they were working. And the average unemployment here in the United States is going to be like $385 per week with another $300 per week on top of that. $685. And this is basically um, money that's not being taxed right now. And so this is, this is a lot more, sometimes maybe even twice as much than a lot of people were making. So really, basically, they was getting paid more to stay at home than they were to going into work. But this is going to be the thing now. 
is that $300 extra bonus was due to expire on Labor Day, September the 6th. That $300 on top of your unemployment ended on September the 6th nationwide. Now, there are some states here, here in the United States that already did end their $300 federal uh, uh, unemployment supplement. But for everybody, this ended on September the 6th of 2021. And so now I'm just kind of wondering that since now that this $300 bonus along with your unemployment has come to an end, will this now cause people to start now trickling back in to work? And this is one of the reasons why, this is one of the reasons why that, you know, that they ended this is to kind of boost people back or encourage people to go back to work. But, you know, it's, 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 it's really going to be something worth seeing if, if everybody started coming back to work. But the $300, that $300 stimulus check or, or unemployment supplement is one of the reasons why people were not coming back to work. Another reason why is because, and you and you you'll be surprised at this, and some of you may have experienced this, is uh, a lack of child care for the single parent, especially you women, the single parent who did not have a place to uh, keep your child while you go to work, maybe because the school that he or she was going to had closed down because of the pandemic, uh, maybe even daycare that he or she was going to, that your child was going to close down because of the pandemic, and now you're forced to stay at home to take care of your, your child. A lot of parents, single parents, have reported that the reason why they have not gone back to work is because of the lack of childcare. And even some of those who could take their child to childcare reports that the cost of childcare has gone up. And so it's almost like that the single parents are at a, you know, between a rock and a hard place now, you know, what, what, what do you do? Yeah. You're getting that $685 or so, per week that's helping you out. But now that's been cut in half. The cost of uh, childcare is still sky high and your money has been cut in half along with all the other stuff that you got to worry about. Like, you know, your rent being paid and when, when will energy start cutting off the light bill? And, and if the lights do go out, you know, how am I going to pay for getting my lights cut back on? So the lack of child care is, is another reason why we have such a shortage of laborers here in the United States. Another reason why is because there is still a concern over the COVID-19 in our workplaces. COVID-19 is it's still out there. I'm just going to have to tell you, it's, it's still out there. I know that there are some people that really you know, don't take it as serious as others. Some people think that or will say that it's just like the flu, but they themselves don't want the flu and will stay away from you if you have the flu. But for some reason, they or, you know, will walk up on you with this COVID-19 that's killing you at a faster rate than the flu. But there are still concerns of the COVID-19 in the workplace. There are still a lot of people who are 
working now who have underlying conditions, who have to be concerned about their their health and the health of their loved ones. And they feel like this is they feel like it's safer for them to to stay at home and and draw this unemployment and to draw this uh, this unemployment supplement check, this three hundred dollar bonus, which, like I said, it, it ended for everybody on September the 6th. But going back into the workplace for a lot of people is more dangerous than going to the grocery store or or, or going to the gas station because, you know, you work around people who. Uh, either don't take it seriously or you work around people that just just simply forget that, you know, this is going on and don't realize what they're doing and wind up walking into or walking right up on you in, in your face and breathe on you and and uh, spray all the droplets on you as they're they're talking to you. You know, some people don't mean it, but it's just one of those concerns. And it's just another reason why we have a, such a shortage of laborers here in the United States. Another reason why we have such the labor shortage is going to be because that people are choosy about what jobs that they have. I mean, you see a lot of job open, but you have some people who will not take these jobs because they feel like that these jobs are either beneath them or the job may be a little bit too demanding than what they're used to. And I have seen this here over the years, um, my, my regular nine to five is, is working outside. And over the years, we have gotten people to come in and get the job that we do. And, and working outside in the summertime, in the heat, in the rain, the cold, and with the snakes and the mosquitoes, is, it, it, it's not for everybody. And when you're used to working in an air-conditioned office, Going outside and working out there in the element, it really poses a problem. And a lot of people really don't last too long. And they decide to quit the job and try to get back to what they were used to and what's more comfortable for them. Well, there were people who pretty much had the same frame of mind. That after working in a somewhat of a corporate setting or an air-conditioned job or a more prestige job, they decided that they did not want to go and work at McDonald's or the fast food restaurant or even at the motels that you may see a lot of the help wanted signs now. So a lot of people were very choicy about what jobs that they took and they decided not to take these jobs, just take the unemployment, the $300 bonus, and just wait until something comes open that they're more used to. And on top of that, another reason why is simply because of the lack of skill. And this goes along with people being choicy. That if you have somebody who's working in a corporate setting that's good with computers, that's, that's, that's working in the office setting, and, uh, and, and now the jobs that they have open now is in the uh, hospitality industry or fast food restaurant and, and even in a manufacturer setting, and some of these jobs take skills. I know it don't take no skills to flip a burger, but you try to flip a burger on the spatula, and that, that takes a little practice. But you got other jobs that really take training and, and a particular type of skill. And for most people, they don't have those skills for the jobs that are open. 
And so they don't qualify for them or they feel like that they can't learn these skills and really don't have time to try to go to any type of technical school or training school to try to get these skills, to get these jobs. So they just take the unemployment and a $300 bonus and they wait and see if something a little bit more suitable for them will come open someday. So now what's being done about this labor shortage? Well, because of the fact that the unemployment supplement has now run out, this may cause people to go out and try to get their jobs. There are plenty of jobs out there. And now since they're, Income is being cut in half. It may force some people to go out and try to get some of the jobs that they previously had or or new jobs that's open right now. Another thing that's being done to try to get people to come to work is that employers are now taking action to try to attract workers to come and work for them. And some of these actions that's being taken by the employers or that some some employers there they're paying a higher rate of wages. Uh, I think I even read an article where in some part of Georgia, McDonald's was offering $30 per hour. And that's, that's a lot of money for McDonald's. That's a pretty darn good pay rate for McDonald's flipping burgers. I mean, come on. Uh, I, I, for $30 an hour, who wouldn't flip burgers? I was at, at a Taco Bell here a few weeks ago at the, at the drive through and at the drive-thru, it had the, the uh, now hiring sign there in the window. And it gives a list of the benefits that Taco Bell is now offering. And these benefits were now uh, a hiring bonus, which a lot of employers are giving hiring bonuses now. College tuition reimbursement. Uh, and I think another thing was that they are now accepting applications for people who do not have a high school diploma. And that's always a requirement for you to get a job is to get a high school diploma. But if you did not have a high school diploma, Taco Bell will even pay for you to get your GED. So employers are now offering a lot of incentives that they usually don't offer to try to get people to, to come to work. College tuition reimbursement, full paid family leave, another week or two of vacation and healthcare benefits, whereas they did not offer the healthcare benefits. Okay. So now what does that mean for you? This means that now jobs are plentiful. You can walk right into a job now, a, a higher paying job, job that will offer benefits, whereas they usually didn't offer benefits. So this is the time to take advantage of the situation. You can get that higher paying job. You can save your money. You can increase your credit score so that you can have more buying power a little bit later. Save your money for a rainy day. Get that lifestyle that you're wanting. Always remember that an 800 point credit score is worth more than a million dollars in the bank. I wish you guys good luck. And until we see each other again, goodbye.